be to the Lord. We welcome you to this evening Bible study. As we gather once a week by the grace of the Lord to learn the scripture, he has been blessing us richly and mightily all these years. He will continue to be with us even in the days to come to enrich and strengthen and enable us to enjoy his benefits. His holy ordinances which have been meant for us, written for us. We shall pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit of the Lord. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for descending upon everyone. Thank you for reigning upon us. Your goodness and your glory be revealed tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for opening your eyes and understanding tonight. To know the depth of your wealth and prosperity. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. There is power, power, wonder working power in the blood of the land. There is power, power, wonder working power in the precious blood of the land. Loving Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful opportunity of being with your beloved children even tonight. It is your special session that you are dealing with us every week to refine us, to bless us, to sanctify us, to purify us, to draw us closer to your own boundary, to your own blessings, to your own will. Even tonight, I just pray for everyone who has been attending this program. Holy Spirit of the Lord, now I want your fire to come upon everyone. Everyone's confusion, doubt, uncertainty, all shall be removed and taken away. In the name of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the supernatural provision of God's love and kindness, the presence and power, Fill every one of us right now. I want everyone to be so rich in Jesus. Hallelujah. The richness of God. The wealth of Jesus. Be displayed and manifested upon everyone who is listening to this word. Not me, but you, Father. Speak to your children, to their broken and weary heart. Anything and everything troubles them, be removed. Let them enjoy the fullness of the Holy Spirit of God tonight. He will do it. You are going to make it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit of the Lord. I am perceiving in my spirit. There are some few individuals in different parts of the world being alone all through your life. You have been crying in your heart. I have been alone working for my beloved family without marriage. Without children, I have been running my show my whole life. It's almost gone two-thirds. I am scared of the rest of my life. I don't know what am I going to do. Whether I'll be staying single forever like this. Whether I'll be just 
doing something for God's kingdom returning to my own nationality to my own country town to my own place of birth but the holy spirit says no still i am willing to bless you with a blessed and anointed fellowship in the place where you are staying right now and that fellowship will become everything for you you will become a community you will become a great family you will never be alone forever the lord jesus christ has seen through loneliness he wants to bless you right now thank you jesus thank you for your wonderful word which has come for those few broken hearted souls come and stay with us lord your name be glorified in the mighty and matchless name of our lord and savior jesus christ we do humbly pray amen amen even for this evening simple meditation let us open the scripture to read first corinthian chapter 4 verse 8 first corinthian chapter 4 verse 8 says you are already rich you are already satisfied and you have already become rich this letter was written to the churches in the city of corinth st paul was affirming one huge prophetic utterance and confession about them you are already rich you have become rich hallelujah how they became rich ephesians chapter 3 verse 8 says roman chapter 15 verse 29 says i have brought you the gospel of wealth of jesus i have brought you the gospel which is called the gospel of jesus christ gospel of wealth and prosperity my sweet friends the bible talks about it repeatedly if you read ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 it says 2 verse 6 it says great and excellent wealth belongs to jesus he is the god of great and excellent wealth and also the bible says if you read ephesians chapter 3 verse 8 the unimmeasurable wealth of jesus we must know something about god today in a very different angle if you read roman chapter 10 verse 12 his name is rich he is rich to those who come and worship him and adopt him to be their own personal god rich when i was in meditation today the lord was concerned about the wealth of the body of the lord jesus christ which is going to be revived in the days to come you have seen different types of revival in this world in the days to come you will be experiencing according to ephesians chapter 3 verse 19 the great and immeasurable wisdom which will be revealed in the days to come you have come to the time of the great revival in the financial side of the children of god That's why the Bible says 16 verse 3 book of Psalm the world is needed for the great souls and the saints of God and 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 12 says the lackings of the saints will be filled up will be provided by the wealth of God today Jesus Christ was inspiring me to talk about the divine wealth the wealth of Jesus we must know about our own God he is wealthy in which are the matters which consider our god to be so wealthy 
the bible says if you read romans chapter 11 verse 33 he is he is wealthy in wisdom and knowledge colossians chapter 2 verse 3 also says he has the treasures of wisdom and knowledge he is a god who is full of wisdom and knowledge my sweet friends i was going through some documents about the english country england 1500 years ago there was a great kind of a darkness over there and the people were having primitive knowledge and their wisdom was so limited after some time the gospel started spreading in england ireland and the documentary goes on more the bible was spreading the more the bible was distributed it was handwritten those days there would be only one bible for the whole village everyone will go to the church and they will read day and night more the bibles were distributed more people started reading the bible the bible says if you read psalm 119 verses 98 99 100 lord because of your precepts i am more intelligent than elders i am more in wisdom than my enemies i am full of your shrewdness smartness more than those who are teaching me the wisdom of the holy spirit of god was transferred into the hearts of people my sweet friends the story is very simple your god is rich in wisdom and knowledge one particular person came to jesus from idol worship and he was making some special theories about his theological studies i can say he did a kind of a research paper in his theology he has to finish an assignment in the particular theological seminary so he went and adopted a village town and he started making an inquiry about how the process taking place academically the sharpness of wisdom between those who worship idols those who worship the lord himself and he said when you worship the creator god you have the creative knowledge your wisdom becomes creative god gives you the creative wisdom the more you adopt the creations your wisdom goes blend it is having its own limit and horizon it is not going further anymore and the theory was submitted my sweet friends your god is having wisdom and knowledge as wealth that is the fantastic wealth he is having for you and me and secondly he is having silver and gold ahai chapter 2 verse 8 says he is the owner and the creator and possessor of all the silver and gold of this world not only that hosea chapter 2 verse 8 says he increases the silver increases the gold you know something not only the wisdom and knowledge he is also having silver and gold for you glory be to god he is so rich in wisdom and knowledge and also in silver and gold you have a rich god how far is wealth is so influencing in our life the bible says if you read 11 12 book of romans book of romans chapter 11 verse 12 The Bible clearly says even the fall our own fall even our fall turned to be riches our failure turned to be wealth our fall and failure 
became wealth and riches the wealth of god is so much even our own fall and failure by his own grace and compassion it is becoming wealth and riches what does it mean he is watching over our life our life is having two components one is falling next is failure what is falling we are falling from our own standard many a times god keeps us a standard to maintain but we are falling from it our spiritual standards many a times we don't keep we fall down anyway i'll come back to the subject later secondly the failure we often confess this problem oh i have failed i have failed i have fallen i have fallen from the grace fallen from my heights i lost my business i am i am a person of failure there comes god inside ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 says he is rich in grace and if you read ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 he is rich in mercies and if you read roman chapter 2 verse 4 he is rich in compassion same roman 2 verse 4 he is rich in patience god comes over there with all his riches of grace and mercy and he converts your failure and your falling out to be a wealth to be a blessing 923 book of romans says and he has chosen you to be there vessel of grace vessel of mercy so that he will show you the wealth of his glory riches of his glory i want to make a small pass over here to explain you a few things he sees you as a vessel of mercy my sweet friends you failed you fall you fell off fell down you have a fall out but god sees you as a vessel of compassion vessel of compassion hallelujah from the time we came into the lord jesus christ we started adopting his nature what is his nature psalm 111 verse 4 he is full of compassion what about the righteous man the bible says 112 verse 4 book of psalms he also adopts the nature of compassion i am talking to you as children of god chosen by his own glory when i was meditating today the lord showed me most of my children they are full of compassion at the same time they are also falling out they are called the vessels of mercy god has given you a name today vessels of mercy not the vessels of wrath vessels of mercy but you fell down you you had a fall out god puts that word in two categories failure and a fall failure you know something even though you are a person of compassion person of mercy you had failure your calculation failed your efforts failed and your people failed you and you failed in your effort and attempts you're a person of failure thomas alva edison such a great man of wisdom and knowledge he had a small error in his employment in the lab he was having such a beautiful lab built with hard labor but the fire caught up and history says stretching from the entire night to the noon the fire was blazing and consuming the entire lab it was reduced to be ashes he was standing out his heart was broken 
he was a man of compassion why the fire accident took place he allowed his own pussy cat to be always with him the kitten all the co-workers said sir it's a very dangerous thing to keep a kitten in the lab it can run over and do some mischievous things there are so many inflammable things in the lab be careful there was a spirit lamp which was struck by this personal his own pet the pussy cat or we can say kitten and he struck down the spirit lamp the lamp fell down and broke and the fire started catching and consuming the whole laboratory and this poor man when the entire lab was on fire he was searching for his kitten and he said lord jesus please protect my little baby and he was so worried about the kitten missing in the fire and people looked at him what a great scientist full of wisdom he is so silly in so many matters he could not even think about anything more than the little kitten missing in the fire but god was so much thoughtful about this poor fellow and he provided him such a great wealth through his friend the lab was reconstructed when i am taking some personal interest on you now i am coming into a subject with the help of god you are so innocent so compassionate people played out it was a failure your heart is breaking your heart oh i made a mistake i made a mistake in my decisions my marriage my business my investment i made a failure i fell down i have fallen down in the trap of my friends they have trapped me i have fallen into the deceitful words of my relatives i have fallen out looking at the advertisement i have fallen down looking at all these brochures i have fallen down in the net of the sales people i have signed i have made a mistake there was a great financial company in one of the asian countries the name was golden key everyone was running to invest over there a sister known to me she invested 5 million into that particular bank i said why are you doing that she said brother johnny don't know the story the company is such a company yielding golden egg and she advised me bring your friends and your investment also to this company john you will be settled life long then she said they giving such an enormous interest unbelievable payback in one year's time your money returns to you in the form of interest every year you are taking your money back such a massive interest program the company is having hundreds and thousands of people most of them are believers they invested their money sold their golden houses and billions of the local money was in that bank one fine day the bank was declared bankrupt all the money was gone how many phone calls they received people were in tears crying they have fallen down the trap of the attractive interest rate and today we are so much suffering can you please pray my sweet friends failures in your decision 
in your calculations you fell on the trap of this world but god sees you as a man of compassion you have follies you have mistakes but still the bottom line of your heart is so innocent full of compassion but what about this world the bible says if you read 23 4 book of proverbs 28 20 first timothy chapter 6 verse 9 the world is cunning to make money cunning ecclesiastes 4 8 says their eyes will never be satisfied they are cunning they are crafty to make money 1711 says book of jeremiah which is called the unrighteous money unrighteous money why do they do that jeremiah chapter 9 verse 23 says they want to display the wealth to this world they want to glorify themselves they want to boast on it there are two dangers of the wealth of this world the first problem of this wealth of this worldly people is display they want to display the wealth jesus christ wants us to enjoy the wealth jesus christ wants us to have the wealth we are going to meditate upon it bit later but not for displaying it that is the greatest danger we are suffering today in this world if you read second chronicles chapter 32 27 28 and 29 those three verses say king ezekiah became the richest person the lord blessed him with immeasurable wealth he became the richest king in judea all the wealth was displayed on him and his treasuries were immeasurably filled with all kinds of nine stones full of gold and silver and one day what happened second king chapter 20 12 to 18 the babylonian king sent a messenger with a letter of friendship and king ezekiah was moved he never consulted with god he took the agents of the babylonian king the the convoys or the uh representations the diplomats the ambassador the consulate taking them all the way not to the dining table to the treasures the bible says he took the agencies of king of babylon all the way to the treasuries of the temple and the palace their eyes were catching everything they were stealing the glory of the wealth by their own eyes the spirit of jealousy the bible says they were seeing every fine thing of judea in the temple and in the palace their eyes were filled with jealousy and greediness they started catching everything photocopying all things into their hearts to convey the message to their own master they have seen the beauty of the women they have seen the charmness of the children they had seen the wealth of the temple they had seen the glory of the palace of king ezekiah they had seen everything nothing missing out was it a sin displaying the wealth is a sin esther chapter 1 1 to 6 king zaze was displaying the wealth to this world is displaying is a sin no according to you and me but for god yes display why do you want to have a beautiful wife to display her to the world Why do you want to have a charmful children to display them? Why do you want to have a beautiful house to display? Why do you want to have a best car to display? Why do you want to wear the best 
apparels upon your body just to display why do you want to have a church why do you want to have ministry is it for a display purpose you are displacing the holy spirit of god satan is there with a knife of jealousy capturing prophet isaiah came with a tearful heart hezekiah made a big mistake whatever they have seen whatever they have observed whatever he opened and shown to them displayed to them they will all be taken to babylon one day it happened in the third generation second chronicle chapter 36 7 to 26 everything was ripped out taken to the land of babylon daniel chapter 1 1 to 3 also say every wealth was taken to the hidden places to the royal palaces to the warehouses of babylon my heart was broken when i was reading the portion today my sweet friends revelation chapter 2 verse 9 the lord was counseling the church he said i know your deeds i know your afflictions and also i know you are poor though you are rich you are counted to be rich person but poor you are poor my sweet friends what is the will of god for us he wants us to be wealthy in everything in every matter and subject that's why colossians chapter 2 verse 2 says he will console you by his own compassion and he will console your heart with a great consolation so that you will know all the riches of god all kinds of riches of god we are rich but poor the lord was worried about the children of his own kingdom you are counted to be rich but poor why he says that if you read matthew chapter 5 verse 3 Blessed are those who are poor in spirit. Only in spirit. Only in the heart. The Lord says, in your heart, you are poor. You are a blessed man. But not in other things. He wants us to be wealthy. The Bible says, if you read Luke chapter 12 verse 21, the Lord says, you must be a person wealthy unto God. rich unto god god wants us to be a person rich unto god we are considered rich but poor that's what we are going to see as the beginning of the story today my sweet friends when a person comes into god he does two magical miracles in his life one is bible says james chapter 2 verse 5 james 2:5 says he makes us rich in faith how the order goes you see he is not dumping you with gold and silver on the same day within the same evening you getting unto the lord's kingdom dr dgs denakaran he became the richest person i know in south india in the in the ministry of gospel all the wealth he had is spent for others and for the ministry he never had anything for himself but god blessed him 
at the age of 19 he came to the lord jesus christ as a very poor person god promised him wealth god said i will meet all your needs but he was not blessed by god for the next 9 years with a promise to wealth but he started making him rich step by step according to biblical order what is the biblical order the bible says to five book of james he makes us wealthy in faith hallelujah my sweet friends faith is the beginning of everything that's why 116 book of as a book of hebrew says anyone who comes to god must believe that he is the reward he is existing as the reward anyone who comes to god must believe that god is and is the rewarder of the diligent seekers he is faith what is faith the bible says if you read deuteronomy chapter 8 verses 17 and 8 if i happen to make anything in this world it is possible only by the strength and wisdom of god trusting god for everything 13th chapter book of hebrews 5 and 6 the bible clearly says sorry 4 and 5 the bible clearly says our total trust falls into god for all our needs our salvation our family and our future trust in god my sweet friends there is a television speaker people talk about him so much but one day my friend happened to meet him privately in his personal house and he was not having a toothpaste that morning for brushing his teeth the secretary came he said i need 2 dollars i need to buy toothpaste the secretary said sir there are millions of dollars in the account he said that is for the ministry that's not for me but today i don't find any dollars in my pocket please take 2 dollars from your wallet buy a nice toothpaste for me i'll pay it today my friend got shocked sir people talk so much about you he said i don't have time to think about all these things i want to depend on god for everything and after the prayer session was over my friend was offered a wonderful offering by the television speaker i could not believe it for a while then i happened to believe it because the source of information is so reliable many a times my friends we have to become rich in faith rich in faith what does it mean my god can do this for me my god can settle this for me my god can build this for me i cannot do it my jesus can do it i cannot speak but he will speak i cannot organize but he will organize i cannot make it but he will make it i cannot go on but he will help me to go on he god becomes the center of our life he he will do it he is going to do it his total dependency fell on god himself my sweet friends there was a bible seminary and the teacher asked a beautiful question on the very last day how do you know that you are really called full time for god's work and you are going to live by faith and student said sir you must ask this question on the very first day we joined the seminary it's already 3 4 years over 
it happened in the city of pune in india then the teacher said i will send you to the places where no telephones no human being known to you i will send you with just 100 rupees when you return after 3 months you will still have the 100 rupees in your pocket god would have provided all your needs then you will know you have the calling from god to serve him as a full time preachers living by faith you know something it happened most of the children they were sent to different parts of india where there are no known people they were all sent with each 100 rupees and the testimonies i could not believe no telephone to call anyone no address to receive money orders from anyone they had to stay in different places every day unknown people even i been to such places one day i was happened to go to the hill station my mother gave me just 100 rupees and said my son god will provide for your return journey all my money was gone to go to the hill station almost 90 rupees was gone and after i was there i had a big problem waiting for me the hill station in charge said sir a small mistake you have not brought the proper permission letter from the forest department one of these villages under the forest control so we cannot allow you to stay here without the proper permission letter please consider it i was so worried and shocked because to get the letter i should go back to the same city where i originated my journey i need another 90 rupees to go back i was telling him please allow me to stay i come such a long distance he said please excuse me we can't board you this night evening 4 o'clock there is a bus going to the foothill the last bus please take that bus god will guide you and that was the fullest bus ever possible the capacity was 25 seats but there were around 150 people the bus was overflowing with people i was hanging in the bus holding the one corner of the bus with my one hand carrying my suitcase by the other hand swinging all through the curly roads finally landing reaching the foot hill i was having less than 1 rupee that means less than 100 cents of indian money i didn't know what to do my heart was broken i immediately remembered my mother's word son i could not save anything for you in this world but i reserved so much of my prayers for you when nothing can help you my prayer will come there to help you god is there for you i took that little money in my hand i asked somebody is there a city nearby they said yes with little money 9 rupees you can with a little money you can go i had uh, sorry i had some few rupees in my hand and the bus came they said exact money which i had except 25 paise i was in tears it was 7 o'clock i reached the city the conductor said please all get down here only those who got the ticket for the terminal can stay in the bus 
other passengers may please get on there unknown place i never been there i had to get down i had 25 paise left in my hand for my rest of my life and i was about to think of anything further i saw there was a handbill stuck on the wall beautiful handbill about a christian program the handbill said the wall poster said there is a christian meeting conducted in the nearby church all are welcome somehow the lord helped me to reach out there halfway through by bus halfway through walking huge suitcase in my hand not even a single paise in my pocket i was walking shedding tears god what am i going to do i am far away from my hometown please do come with me i went to the church to attend the meeting because it was a advertised program public meeting three days crusade beautiful meeting the church was fully lit up people were busy arranging the meeting it was almost 7 o'clock when i entered into the meeting somebody came and took my suitcase and said come 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 we are all waiting for you i said how do you know that i'm coming no we are all waiting for you they took me behind the church there was a guest house the chief pastor came and said i was told the preacher is bit elderly person he looks so young it's okay no problem refresh i'll come and take you i couldn't understand what he was trying to say only one thing i understood refresh there is no food on the table i'll come back i had a good shower hot shower i really finished everything which was on the table so tired i was and they took me to the platform i was not knowing i was misunderstood to be a preacher of the day and they announced it the preacher had come from mysore we never knew he is such a young person he is late because of some reasons we don't know but he is here with us he will now share the word i went to the pastor again explaining said no no all explanation later i know you got delayed now the time for sharing the word i said okay let anything happen after the preaching let me do the will of god god gave me the grace to preach the word i cried in between out of god's love and people started crying the spirit of god was helping everyone to repent and reconcile the whole church was full of tears all were enjoying the holy presence of the father they were all healed of their hurts kind of a unusual move of the lord in that program when the meeting was almost over the telegram came from the original speaker those days they don't display photographs i suppose it was a small village town nearby city the original speaker sent a telegram saying there is a funeral in my house mother in law passed away self coming tomorrow only two lines mother in law passed away self coming tomorrow 
the pastor looked at the telegram mother in law passed away coming tomorrow he said brother john so brother christian the preacher's name was christian brother christian he was sent the telegram but you have come how come is everything okay with you i said i am not christian i am john prabhakaran what you are not pastor christian i am not pastor christian i was not allowed to say anything further you were holding me all the time pastor i'm so sorry i am not the speaker but i didn't want to disobey you when you wanted me to preach the word and he said god sent you here to honor this meeting all three days you are going to be with us and the lord blessed me with a, such a wonderful meeting and fellowship and god filled me with all that i needed my heart was rejoicing when i was returning home with all the bountifulness the village people blessed me with everything the bus was full of fruits and vegetables honey bottles the bus driver and conductor they were smiling at me oh sir half of the bus full of your own commodities this village town is so much fond of you sir please come often and they were all talking with me the entire journey making fun of me talking with me listening to me i was sharing them the stories how i came to the village town they were all so thrilled and happy it was a memorable journey even today the lord said i am going to surprise my people with a supernatural provision provision as a token of their faith rich in faith romans chapter 10 verse 17 says faith comes by hearing the word jesus wants you to be rich in faith money will come automatically what is the foundation rich the faith the faith to the point of richness god will give you the blessing of becoming rich in faith the silver and gold is not the foundation it's only a building the foundation is this rich in faith faith on god and his power and his grace and his compassion god wants you to become rich in faith in god habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4 roman chapter 1 verse 17 galatians 3:11 hebrews 10:38 the bible says the righteous man will live by faith in this last days that's the only option we have secondly second corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 says god wants us to be abundant in everything always so that we shall be rich in good deeds rich in good deeds so there are two foundation stones we are talking about on the building called wealth the foundation is not gold and silver the foundation is faith the second foundation stone on which god is going to build the wealth is rich in good deeds rich in godliness charity that's the right word jesus christ says i want to i want you to become rich in love and charity good deeds god wants to give you a rich heart what is the rich heart full of love full of love First Corinthians chapter 13, 1-5 talks about the nature of love. My sweet friends, two types of rich people in this world. One type, they're grabbing from others. Second type, they're giving for others. 
the holy spirit says i want to do something upon it that you will have the foundation called love you shall be rich in love what does it mean you will never become poor in your love rich in love people can steal your attention steal your labor steal your benefits steal your personal joy they can steal everything from you but you will never become poor in your rich you will still love them still honor them still rejoice in the blessings of god rich in love mother teresa such a woman of dignity she missed out everything romania came to our own country india when she was living in calcutta she was living with the slum children and somebody asked her madam i could not understand you you can be a rich woman by the donations you, you collect you can be a rich person in your own country why have you become so down to earth poor individual for this slum children she said who said i am poor i am rich i am rich in the love of god hallelujah my sweet friends when the faith and love when they become rich in our life we have the sure and perfect foundation for our wealth and prosperity that is the reason god is worried about giving us wealth you know something you can pray for any miracle which will happen in a shorter period of time but the wealth is the difficult miracle you cannot get the wealth easily from god but god is the author of wealth the bible says if you read proverbs chapter 10 verse 22 the blessing of the lord makes one rich he adds no sorrow to it and first chronicle chapter 29 verse 12 says the wealth and honor they come from god he is having wealth but he is not giving us that easily because the foundation is not silver and gold the foundation is faith and love faith on god love for god faith on his provisions and love for the love and love for the plan of god i love jesus i believe in him these are the two foundation stone on which god is going to give us the wealth why he wants to give us the wealth what is the reason second corinthians chapter 6 verse 10 says i will make so many people rich in this world god wants you to make many people rich you have to become rich for that that is why the bible says if you read 28 verse 8 13 22 book of proverbs and also ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 26 these three verses are incomparably matching each other it says there is an unrighteous person having lot of wealth jesus says i will transfer his wealth to you because you are having compassion for the poor people i am going to transfer the wealth of the unrighteous man to you that you will share the wealth with the needy ones of this world it is a prophetic word for you why does the lord has to do that 
Why are they having to do that? You know, the Bible, in the references I have given you, the Bible says, the one who earns the money in interest nurseries, he is keeping that particular wealth for the righteous one who has got compassion for the needy ones. Now I just bring the picture to you. Wealth is drained and taken from these needy and poor people to some individuals. It is this people's money, their own labor. There is a documentary about money. The author says, the money is nothing but somebody's sacrifice, somebody's loss, somebody's generosity to let it go, somebody's blood, somebody's life, somebody's labor. Money does not come popping up. It is coming from somebody's tears, somebody's sweating, and somebody's labor. But what happens? 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 14 says, God has the equity theory, equality and equity. The Bible talks about equity and equality according to the references given in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 15, talking about the story of money. The Bible says, the one who has gathered much has not left anything for the next day. The one who has gathered less did not like anything that particular day. The meaning is this. God was exercising the equality theory. Equity. You know the equity shares in the company? What is that equity? The money which belongs to you is taken away by this world, by the credit cards, by the interest masters, by the creditors, by other measurements, gone to the hospitals by wrong buildings. They are taking everything with unwanted methods of ethics. It's gone. But the Holy Spirit says, I have to return the money to these people. It has been robbed. I have to give them back to you. And I was watching one of the documentaries about the chocolates. And uh, actually people cried in between. I was also moved. They showed how the cocoa nuts and um, the, 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 the chocolate cocos, they were all collected. The seeds, the beans collected in different jungles in some parts of Africa. And the reporter was asking the child, do you know what are you doing? Yes, I'm collecting these seeds, these fruits, all these stuff for making chocolates. And the reporter asked the child, have you ever eaten a chocolate? The child said, no, I have not eaten even a bit of chocolate. And the reporter took out a chocolate toffee and said, eat. The boy was looking at it. I heard my masters used to say the word chocolate, but I never eaten chocolate. And the reporter asked, what's your salary? He said, $3 for one week. They, were, they are serving for 12 to 14 hours a day. One week non-stop, seven days. They're given something equivalent to $3. Not in cash many times. Many times through rations. Even in your office. You're working for $50,000. You're given $20,000. Equity. One friend told me, the same job if I do in USA, I'm paid $5,000. The same job I do here, I'm given only 50,000 rupees. Something is wrong somewhere. God has to exercise equity. 
He has chosen you for that. He says, I am going to give you the world of the unrighteous people. I will give that to you in a righteous way. That money will come to you. I will bring the wealth back to you. Through my own supernatural way of divine provision. Business opportunities and employment. I will give you the provision that the wealth will come back to you. A portion of the wealth will be given to you. What for? That money has to go back to these poor people. The needy ones. 12.5 book of Psalms says. I will bless you. Preserve you. Because you will be blessing for the poor people. God's concern is the needy and poor people. Luke chapter 4 verse 18. Isaiah chapter 61, 1 and 2. He has anointed me and sent me to preach the gospel to the poor. Those who are poor in health. Those who are poor in financial provisions. Those who are poor in education. Poor in society. Poor in livelihood. Poor in employment. Poor in education. I am sending you there. To meet their needs. Their money has to be given back to them. Their labor has to be sent back to them. Their reward has to be given back unto them. God wants a faithful person. Righteous person. Man without the greediness. My sweet friends. Wealth becomes a problem when you heap it up for you. But you are not going to do that. You are going to share the wealth. God is going to give you the opportunity to share the wealth. Hallelujah. Many times you misunderstand the provision of God. The Bible says, if you read Matthew chapter 6 verse 11 and Luke chapter 11 verse 3, give us our daily bread. What is daily bread? What is daily bread? Matthew chapter 15 verse 26 says, when the Canaanian woman was talking to Jesus about the deliverance she wanted for her own daughter, the Lord was saying that, I cannot give children's bread to others. God was testing the faith of the woman. He was not discriminating anyone. Children's bread. He said children's bread is nothing but the, the provision, the deliverance, the healing they need. Children's bread. There is something called children's bread. When you understand that passage, it means, Lord, give us our daily provision. Every day we need the provision from you. Give us the daily provision. He's going to give you the daily provision. The inheritance, 319 book of Ephesians talk about it. The inheritance of the wealth of his glory. My sweet friends, that is nothing but the share. The share is for what? For you and for others. 17 chapter book of Matthew. If you read 24 to 27. There was a problem on taxation. St. Peter was questioned by the temple people. And Peter was returning home. The Lord said. I want to pay for you. And pay for me. Take the first coin. From the mouth of the first fish you collect by the hoop. You will find a silver coin. Pay for me and pay for you. That is the purpose of the wealth. He is going to bless you with uncommon, unknown, untold wealth. By his own divine provisions. By the Holy Spirit's 
function upon your own activities towards your business and your employment you will see the creative wisdom manifested upon you and god wants to bless this poor world through you god wants to heal this world through you for the sake of others he is going to bless you that's why revelation 290 says even though you are counted rich you are poor you are not able to help anyone my sweet friends this world needs the gospel for that we need money the world needs the divine touch of godly education we need money for it i don't mean myself i mean the children of god in the world and today we are going to receive the supernatural touch of god for the divine wealth so that we will be a blessing for everyone why god is repeatedly saying give so much it is not the old testament theory alone if you read psalm 112 from 5 to 8 the one who waters liberally he will be watered liberally second corinthians chapter 9 verse 6 and 9 repeatedly say that we have to give generously in the sense god wants us to give more he wants us to give in millions he wants us to give in thousands he wants us to give in 10000 how can we give how is it possible god is expecting us to give how can we give unless we receive from god how can we give how can we share how can we pay the fees of others how are we going to do that is it possible that we can do it with a little money in our own hand no we need some divine provision from god to fulfill his own commandment to meet the needs of his people my sweet friends he is going to exercise the equity equity how god exercised the equity the bible says if you read as i mentioned to you the second chronicle chapter 36 7 to 20 all the wealth of judea was taken to babylon and they were all kept in the closed doors the bible says if you read isaiah chapter 45 verse 2 and 3 i like the word two very specially and psalm 107 verse 16 also confirm the same word he says there is some wealth inside the locker which is called the hidden wealth the riches in darkness and god says it is covered sealed protected locked with the 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 bronze gates the gates of brass and bronze and the bars of iron i was reading through the commentary why the gates of bronze and the the bars of iron the commentary says when they use the two different materials like bronze and iron they will not get stuck they will not be rusted together they will not be sticking together because they are locked for so many years if both are iron both are bronze they can get stuck together the iron and bronze they don't get stuck together you can open it but still god says i will cut open the bronze the gates of bronze and the bars of iron to give you the hidden wealth what is that hidden wealth it is their own wealth the wealth belongs to jews the the wealth belongs to the temple of god 
God said to Cyrus, "Go. I will give you the hidden wealth and treasuries which is already looted 70 years ago. 70 years ago, they have been transported from Judea to Babylon. That is the hidden money. Hidden treasure. I want to give that back to my children. For that, God needed an anointed person. 45.1 says, I have anointed you. Why? I want to give you the wealth. Wealth of the hidden treasures that you will distribute to my own children. He did it. Ezra chapter 1. One to the entire chapter. Chapter 1, book of Ezra. He did it. We Cyrus needed an anointing. The calling of God to distribute the wealth which was looted 70 years ago by the Babylonian kings. Which King Ezekiel lost by his own foolishness. God forgave them. They repented. How they repented? Daniel chapter 9, 1, 2 and 3. When Daniel realized that it's already 70 years over, he started fasting and prayer. Then God sent Cyrus with anointing. Before him, all the doors were cut open. That the wealth was restored. The hidden wealth. My sweet friends, her wealth looted so many years ago. The salary denied. The bonus was not paid. You work for 20,000 dirhams. You're paid only 5,000 dirhams. They're all in the, in the warehouses of God, in the dark rooms, in the hidden treasuries. You cannot go and take it. It is hidden from your knowledge, from your sight, from your reach. It is in some bank, in somebody's account, your own money. Jesus says, you work for so many hundreds of thousands of dollars. You are paid only peanuts. They're all gone. They're all in somebody's account. But I am sending an angel. I am sending an anointed person. I am sending a spirit of wealth and prosperity, which is going to bring you back your own money. 70 years it was in a locker, but God sent Cyrus to bring it out. No coin was lost. Not a dollar was missed out. My sweet friends, you have been played out. You have been ruled out. You have been sold out in different aspects of your life, in ministry, in your gospel work, in your charity, in your family blessings. You have been robbed, lost a lot. They're all in the treasures of God, kept in the hand of an anointed person. God sent Cyrus, take out. It is my people's money. I need to bring it out to build their own houses and to build the temple of God. And if you read verses 3 and 4, for you to know that I have called you, I'm going to do it. The calling of God. My sweet friends, you have a calling today. Through prayer and faith, through fasting and prayer, through confession, through the anointing, God is going to use you mightily to bring out the hidden wealth of the broken-hearted people. You're going to settle it down. How is it possible? Anything is possible with God. How is it possible? God is going to bless your little money, your little business, your little efforts, your little reserve. From today, from this night onwards, the whole world is dying in pandemic, but the Lord Jesus Christ is with you to bless the little to increase. Second King chapter 4, 
verses 1 to 7 the bible clearly says when he was meditating this portion today and the bible in english king new king james bible it says there was a widow of a prophet she got few children even the prophets suffered those days they were having loans nothing wrong it's not a sin but i'm talking about they had to go through such a great path of humiliation many a times the lord allows that to happen the bible says if you read colossians chapter 1 verse 24 first corinthians chapter 4 verse 11 st paul says anything which was missing in the suffering of jesus i am taking it upon myself ephesians chapter 2 verse 19 says we are built on the foundation of the prophets and apostles what about the lord jesus christ what was the suffering he had for us if you read second corinthians chapter 8 verse 9 he came down from the riches to heaven and he became empty according to philippians chapter 2 verses 6 onwards he emptied himself he emptied himself when he was hanging on the cross he opened his arms to tell the world i have emptied myself for you i have emptied myself there is an english proverb either you worn out or you rusted out you you be worn out or you be rusted out one day you are going to die do something and die it's better to be worn out than to be rusted out king alexander died the same way he was stretching his both arms outside his coffin and he was saying to the world alexander came with nothing leaving this world with nothing and he never could help anyone in this world he brought war and bloodshed the kingdom was divided into four the war still increased and 300 years of the war continued forever but the lord jesus christ said no i have come to give you all that i had i have did myself i have did myself what were the suffering the lord jesus went through the bible says if you read matthew chapter 8 verse 20 luke chapter 9 verse 58 he had no place to rest he was homeless can you believe that he didn't even have a rented property my sweet friends the lord jesus the owner of the whole universe came down to this earth as a person having no address to say you may be saying oh i'm shifting my houses every year i don't have proper address to adopt myself i don't have proper place to stay your master went through the same path he had no place to rest his head man without a home can you believe that The Bible says if you read Luke chapter 5 1 to 7 he had no place to stand and preach Luke chapter 5 1 2 and 3 he borrowed he requested somebody's boat for him to stand and preach the gospel he had no transport never had an own car own camel or own horse or own mare or own donkey and the Bible says if you read Mark chapter 11 book of Mark chapter 11 one to four he was taking somebody's donkey he was borrowing literally how he was just getting the donkey at courtesy and just to have a ride all the 300 and three and a half years of his life he never had a ride on a donkey to my knowledge 
he was taking a donkey of somebody maybe known to him we don't know out of courtesy it was provided him he took a courtesy donkey for his own right my sweet friends even for having his last communion the bible says mark chapter 14 12 to 14 he was having somebody's house to make the final covenant with his disciples to give them the final meal even in the sepulcher the bible says matthew chapter 27 verse 57 and 58 somebody had to lend him the sepulcher for three and of three days the rich man hallelujah matthew says arimeth joseph of arimeth was a rich man and his own sepulcher lent for the lord jesus christ said an apostle followed the same pathway that's why he said first corinthian 4:11 i have no place to stay we are homeless people we are homeless people we follow jesus we are apostles there are some apostles called to fulfill the rest of the sacrifices which are needed to be fulfilled for the body of jesus but for you but for me he has got a different lifestyle that's what we said first corinthians chapter 4 verse 8 you have become rich my sweet friends jesus wants blessed people today in his kingdom you will be one of them the lord jesus was having rich disciples i'll come back to the final portion after the story was elaborated and the prophet was having some loans he died and the debtors came the creditors came to take the children of this prophet and the prophet is cried prophet elisha please remember us we are to be taken as captive make it so to be taken as bond servants elisha came what do you have i have a jar of water jar of oil jar of oil is no problem borrow the vessels from the neighbors house can you imagine jar small jar jar of oil transferred to the vessels huge vessels and prophet said bring all the vessels from the neighbors and just fill it up one drop of the oil of the jar into one vessel the little jar filled all the vessels of the village when the son said mama there is no more vessel available then the oil ceased you know what's the meaning god will take you in his hand to fill all the vessels one day an angel will say no more vessels to fill he has filled hundreds and thousands of people already no more to fill it's already full no more to fill he has completed the ministry no one to preach now he has preached all the people he is appointed to preach he has helped all the people he appointed to help now there is no one there is no one there is no more vessel for himself there is no more vessel to hear him there is no more vessel to receive his healing there is no more vessel to hear the gospel 
there is no more vessel to be filled with his bountifulness there is no more vessel now needed for his care when god says no more vessels then the provision will stop till then the provisions would come two miracles happened i was talking to my apostle reverend joel the other day this incident he was sharing with me two miracles happened my son he said one is the debts were cleared secondly the life was settled i promise you these two things today your debts will be cleared your life will be settled the lord jesus christ wants to do that for you in his kingdom he has got rich people why to bless the needy ones of this world hallelujah hallelujah the bible says luke chapter 19 verse 2 this person the little fellow sahayus was a rich person the bible says if you read luke chapter 8 verse 3 many rich women followed jesus serving him with their substances and when you read matthew 27 57 and 58 joseph was a rich man if you read acts chapter 4 the last two verses barnabas was a rich man if you read philippian chapter 2 verse 25 epaphroditus was a rich person supporting paul jesus wants us to do that even philemon was a rich person hosting saint paul 1614 book of acts lydia was a rich person seller of purples scarlets and she was hosting some all my sweet friends the world needs gospel the saints need the support he has chosen you to be like cyrus he is going to bless you that will be blessing unto this world i'm going to break the curse with authority god has given me today initially it was my intent it was not my intention to talk about wealth today because i was getting ready all this entire week to talk about the divine healing since the covid is so much reported here and there but the lord jesus said today you should talk about the wealth my children needs wealth i want to bless them with wealth hallelujah first corinthian chapter sorry first timothy chapter 6 verse 17 and 18 the bible says he will give us all goodness that we may enjoy we may enjoy the goodness of god and 519 book of ecclesiastes he will give us the wealth and power to enjoy today we are going to pray to god for each other are you poor in mind are you poor in your spiritual life are you poor in your faith are you poor in your body Are you poor in your health? Are you poor in your spiritual walk with God? Are you poor in your intelligence? Are you poor in your memory power? Are you poor in your family life? Jesus Christ wants to make you wealthy in everything. He wants to be wealthy person in faith and in love, in characters. We will become rich in character, rich in patience, rich in godliness. rich in prayer rich in faith rich in reading the bible rich in understanding god rich in praising god rich in worshiping god rich in preaching the gospel we are going to become rich 
in Jesus and for Jesus we are going to become rich toward God then he will say okay i want to bless this fellow now he has become worthy for me but hallelujah second king chapter 3 11 12 and 13 second chronicle chapter 1 11 and 12 the lord spoke to solomon you never asked of me the wealth i am going to give you he did it he honored it he made it possible supernatural wealth the lord jesus gave him unbelievable wealth second king chapter 10 22 and 23 second chronicle chapter 9 22 and 23 the bible says there was no one comparable to the king salomon in wealth and wisdom we are going to pray now i'm going to pray for you lord help me to pray for you today i'm going to pray once more for the financial curses to be broken the equity be exercised things which have been looted for 70 years for three generations oh the salaries denied the employment which deprived of your labor oh the bonus which was not granted you the incentive which was not allowed for you to enjoy the leave benefits which were not given to you and the profits not shared properly with righteousness oh you missed the equity there is a imbalance in the equity of share god says I follow the equity share. I follow it. He became poor on the cross for you to become rich. You know something. He was having no house to stay for you to have a house to stay. Hallelujah. He had no place to rest for you to have a rest. He died at the age of 33 for you to have a long life. thank you jesus i have talked about the divine health and divine wealth we shall pray holy spirit of the lord thank you for this night you want us to be rich in faith you want us to be rich in good deeds in charity and love you want us to be rich in spirit so that we will be having the wealth with a real intention good intention with the real purposes trust my brothers trust my sisters lord increase the needs every day and increase the provision every day yes the needs will grow as the families grow the needs will grow as the society grows the needs will grow as the ministry grows the needs will grow but i just pray for the divine provision to be added to them supernatural provisions be given to them i pray for the orders to come to them employment orders come to them lord father they have been looted enough exercise the theory of equity upon your children bless them bless them whatever they have lost out of their own folly be granted back unto them they have become lord like little children making mistakes forgive them because you said i will be showering the riches of glory to the vessels of mercy 
your children are the vessels of mercy they have a great compassion for your children they love the poor needy people they want to support them so you are going to bless them in jesus name i pray for the supernatural provision for the month of this particular season month of may june and july the whole world is afraid of what's going to happen but i promise them your wealth and prosperity let the little jar fill all the vessels let's be forgiven and settled the life needs be provided i pronounce the name of the lord jesus christ who is the richest of all upon every one of them god be with them and bless them make them rich enough to make many rich in this world their offerings increase lord let them support lot of charities lot of mission works let them support their own churches let them support their mentors let them support their prophets let them support their evangelists let them support their apostles in thousands and millions enough the struggle lord compensate the pain kindly be with them thank you for being with us thank you for the promise you are already rich in the name of our lord jesus christ we pray and give you glory honor and praise amen 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 the lord may richly bless you we shall meet again by next week thank you for praying for us good night bye